0: Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylett's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Kio Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has sorely scored another playoff winner.
3: Hi, Ruben, how are you? You okay? I'm good, are you? I'm Very good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm just in work at the moment, so I've managed to pull out for um, a bit of time to do this interview. <laughs> so I was desperate cool. to do it, so I've put it I've pushed loads of meetings back, so yeah. Um, okay, so I think that, you know, I'd like to start with, um, sort of on the on the pitch and, and and sort of getting your views on how we've started. You must be pleased with how we've started, sick for the league within a, a dodgy goal of quarter final. What, what are your views? Well, I think,
2: um, you know, I think we've, we've Followed along quite nicely from where we left off last season, uh, which is good. Um, I think uh, it's, it's always nice to be in the playoff positions. Um, I think we've had some bad luck, but we've also had some good luck. Um, so I can't complain from that perspective. I, I think Blackpool was a bit lucky, you know, that goal mm. at the beginning. I'm, I'm not sure that was offside either, but it would, definitely wasn't offside was the Sunderland either. So I think, you know, I think th- those things come around usually, um, the good and the bad. So, And I think we're in, in a I mean, considering where the club, you know, is um, from a, from a, from an overall perspective, I think you know we're definitely doing a lot better than than where we should be normally, right? So I think we're slightly punching above our weight, which is in the playoff positions, and I think that's good. That's good so far. I
3: think the expectation amongst the fans is that we should be in and around the playoffs this season. Is that shared, you know, off the pitch with the board and? or is it that we are actually overachieving? Is the aim playoffs, or do we just take it as we go and see where we end up?
2: I think the aim is always to progress. Um, you know, I think if you look at it from a revenue perspective, um, the club's actually very, very small. Um, I think revenue-wise, from not my second, a few years ago, when we, did, when we did comparison, like the last year, the year before, I think we were 18th or 19th in the championship when it comes to revenue-wise. So, right, okay. so from that perspective, um, I think you know we've progressed from, I think, 19th to 16th to I think ninth last season, and I think so that's progress, right? So for us to target every year is definitely progress. Um, and then heading towards sustainability is, I think, our, our key goal as to where we want to get to. Of course, I think uh, the pandemic definitely doesn't help. I think we probably would have been closing, cl- cl- closing much closer towards sustainability um, if there was not a pandemic. But you know, um, it set us back a couple of years. But I think that's that's still the target going forward anyway.
3: With the, with the club doing better, does that increase the revenue dramatically or is it still a, the same? Is revenue still generally the same? I, I know because we've been on telly a lot more, haven't we? I'm thinking about other stuff, not
2: just sort of merchandise. So, so, definitely this season, I think uh, we're, we're definitely doing better than we did before, but um, it moves the needle slightly for sure. Um, but compared to where the costs are, uh, it's, it's, it's still only moving the needle slightly. Uh, I I have to praise our fans. I think uh, they've been amazing this year. I think what what our fans are doing are definitely uh, bettering the league averages in terms of fans coming back to the stadium. I think we're we're definitely ahead of many clubs from that perspective. I think, you know, in terms of merchandise sales, I think we're doing very well this year as well. I think the black kit definitely helps um, from that perspective because it's. I think some people think it's a fashion piece, not just a, a kit, right? So... Um, so I think, you know, from, from certain angles, we are doing a lot better. But uh, when, when we when compare to other clubs, we're still very small in terms of mm-hmm. revenue. And I'm not just comparing against the clubs who are Parish payments. Of course, they, they, that, that's a different league completely. Um, I'm just comparing against the other clubs, too. And, and although it moves us up, I think we might be maybe 16th or 17th revenue-wise now uh, this season so far. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's, we're still not, you know, top-half kind of revenues um, from a league perspective.
3: And does the TV, you know, we're on TV, I think it was nine or ten times in this, you know, this, this half of the of the season. And obviously the fans don't like it for obvious reasons. But for off the pitch, is it is it a massive benefit
2: to us financially? I think um, when, when we play away, I think it, it helps a bit more uh, because, you know, um, we don't really get a share of the revenue when we play away. So but when we play at home, sometimes it decreases the uh the ticket sales. So, so then it hurts you both ways. So, you know, here's from that side, you get the TV money to compensate for it. So, so I think, you know, it, it comes, it depends where we're playing as well, whether it's what kind of game is on TV as well. Right. So, you know, sometimes um, a weekday game, which fans are never going to come, if that game's on TV, then the impact's not so big, right? but you know, if it was a game where people were planning to come and now it's on TV, then it could be a big impact. But, but I, as I said, you know, the the, 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 the the income, the additional income is nice, but it's not enough to, you know, make a massive difference to the books.
3: Staying on the pitch, I'm just thinking to sort of fast forward into January and thinking if we're in a really good position. I don't know, you know, I'm hoping more than anything, but we're in the top six, comfortable. You know, we've had a, good, you know, on a good run maybe, and it's looking positive, does, does that change the scope of what we, you know, I mean sort of transfers when January, the window opens, or is it still wherever we are, this is the budget, this
2: is what we stick to? Oh, I think when it comes to see, January is a very tough window. I mean trying to do good deals is not really easy in January. I don't think we, we've had um, uh, the ability to do any good transfers, definitely in January. Apart from maybe Luke Freeman, and that's probably it. You know, um, we've had some good loans last season, and I think that did as well. Um, but overall, it's, it's really a tough window. And, and I think for the club, what we have to focus on is getting good deals. I mean, that, that, that has to be priorities, right? So, so the question then would come is to, um, I think we have a decent squad right now. The question would be, you know, what injuries do we have come January, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that would be the first thing. And then the second thing would be, but we have to take into account, you know, maybe the African Nations Cup where we might lose a couple of players because they have to go away on we have duty for a couple of months. We have to take that into account. But having said that, the question then would be we need to bring people in who are going to make the squad better, right? There's no point in bringing somebody in just for the sake of bringing somebody in. I think that would be a big, big, big mistake just to, you know, just to, to, just to show we brought somebody in. I think that would be a mistake. So the question then is can we get somebody that's going to make a big impact? And if we can't get somebody that's going to make a big impact or cover um, injuries or, or or other things, then why why do it? So unless you know we get a good deal for someone, so I think all those things have to be taken into account, and especially the fact that we need to we need to have the deal needs to be suitable for all parties, and and it needs to be suitable for us in the short term and also in the long term if it's a transfer. So 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 I think that's where we have to look at it from from, from this perspective of January and yes the, the budget is. is is the budget you know it's it's you know we, we have um in, in a sense the, an idea of what we could spend if we need to but the question is we're not going to just spend the money just because the money's there If there are no good deals to be done then we won't be doing any deals great great and uh, one, one thing i wanted to ask was lee who's he, off, offers
3: often references that you guys on the board you know input quite a lot of money to keep us sustainable, and uh, keep us afloat. Have you seen that decrease over the last sort of four or five, you know, three, four or five years? And is that just, will that just keep going? Is there an end point? Is there a point when something needs to give, I guess? Or is it highly dependent on player sales?
2: Well, I think that I, that's why we've, we've now <coughs> focused on developing players we can sell. I think that's what the club's about, right? So I think you know. Um, I've always, you know, agreed that we need to, we need to know where our place is in the food chain, right? And uh, we're not at the top of the food chain. We're not, you know, the lion who can eat everybody else um, and, and buy everybody else, right? So I think we need to be realistic as to where we are, and, and we're not at the bottom of the food chain, which is great. And and in that sense, we need to continuously find good talent at a good value, and then develop them and, and sell them on. I think that's where we are. So. So that has to be, you know, one that has to be the key driver to a sustainability for the club, right? Um, because the other income streams are not enough. Um, let's just be frank about it, right? So the, the income from 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 fans and supporters is good, but it's not enough to keep the club afloat in the championship, and and therefore player sales will have to be part of the strategy no matter what. Um, and I think it's going to be that way for for the long time. So. In the last few years, I think the plan was to reduce the dependency on owners putting in money. Unfortunately, as I said, the pandemic hit, and then of course that changed a lot of things for everyone. So we've had to continue putting more money in, and it hasn't decreased; it's actually increased. But you know, we're hoping that you know we can get back on track. Hopefully, this pandemic is easing off or ending, hopefully, and then we can get back on track to where we were before, and hopefully, then um, you know continue to 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 work on that business model going forward again. If we don't go up this season, uh, is there
3: a high expectation that, that there will need to be a player sale in, in the summer? Because I, I, I only be able to ask that is because this summer, it kind of felt that that wasn't going to happen. I, don't, I always felt that there, no one was going to leave. But I,
2: will that change in the summer? So we, we're only going to sell a player if it's a good deal. I think that, that's the key thing. And I think even if we go up and we get a good deal, and we'll sell a player. So, so the thing about whether we, we sell a player or not uh, is similar to when we buy a player. We need, we need to find a good deal, right? So we need to find the deal that suits us and, and, and what we want and what we need. So I think for us, um, from that perspective, um, I think we're quite comfortable where we are now. And, and if, if, if we do go up or we don't go up, I think we we'll always be looking to sell a player anyway because the long-term, as I said, the long-term sustainability of this club will be about player trading. Right. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that it's not, um, as I said, the income from fans is just not enough to cover cover the cost, right? So, so if, if we want to be at where we are right now, if we want to be sustainable where we are right now, we have to continue to sell players forever, right, I think. And, and, and if you look at, you know, even larger clubs, they need to sell players to survive either, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, just um, bottom half Premier League, I'm even talking about top half. La Liga clubs or top half, you know, Serie A clubs, they need to sell to survive as well. So, so a lot of players, a lot, sorry, a lot of teams are in the middle of that um, food chain, right? So, so we just, we're in the middle of that food chain as well. And therefore we, we, we have to continuously think like this where, where you know, we're going to be uh, needing to sell players or wanting to sell players when we get good deals. Well, you touched it a little bit there. What is your view on the
3: championship sort of financial landscape at the moment? Because a lot of clubs, you know, are... If they're not in trouble, they're close to being in trouble, whereas we seem a bit further away from that. But what's your view from a
2: from your perspective? I think I saw a statistic last year that um, there's no league that loses more money than the championship, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's the single largest losing league in the world um, from a financial perspective. Now, I think that's crazy, and I'm hoping that um, people stop doing that. I think I don't think it's healthy, to be honest. Um, but, um, but 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 you know, I can't speak on their behalf. I can only speak on our behalf. And, and our our goal is to, to be sustainable, as I as I said. So that, for me, that has been my number one priority for the last five or six years, to turn the club around to make it sustainable. Uh, and that's why we focused a lot on the academy and developing young players, and seeing you know and seeing them become bigger players. And and, and I think um, as he helped a lot by by you know somebody we brought in and and then helped sell sell up you know to 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 for, for more money, and then I think, you know,
3: he's going to, that, that models what we want to do continuously. And um, I just want to touch on the stadium sort of aspect. I know, I know you've done a recent interview um, on this, and I don't want to go over it all, but I guess from an outsider looking in, it, it feels like everyone just needs to sit in a room and fresh. I'm sure it's not as easy as that, and, and it's a lot more complicated. And, and But we, we, where are we exactly with the Limp for Chris Stadium? I... Are we miles away, or is it anything that could be done, or is it the likelihood is that we're going to have to move out of the borough?
2: Um, so just to clarify, I didn't do an interview for that for the stadium. Okay. I did an interview for the bond, and it got sidetracked to the stadium. Okay, right. So, it's so that's how, topic, that, eh? that's how that 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 article came out. I, I was I was never intending to do an interview on the stadium, and I don't think Paul would have allowed me to interview on the stadium anyway. So. So how it came about was because I did I did an interview on the bond and then you know sidetracked that. And then, you know, um, and I just you know, gave an honest answer to, to the question. So so um, I think uh, we we worked on an idea from the Linford Christie uh, venue um, for a while. And I, I don't see any movement on it, to be really honest. So we don't know what their thoughts are with regards to that site. Um, it's There's been a lot of, you know, uh, different feedback about that site from various different parties, and it's hard to tell really um, with regards to what they want to do with it. Um, and and, and since, the, since what's come out in the media and Hammersmith and, and Fulham saying they want to you know, uh, help us and, and work with us, we've officially written to them already, and we hope to hear from them back from them soon. So you know, if they come back to us soon, then we can discuss all options um, in terms of where we, what we can do going forward. Um, as I've mentioned before sustainability is the key and I think our current venue um, as it is is not uh, suitable for our long-term sustainability plans so I think either we have to see how we can make the current venue better and that's one of the things I, I wouldn't mind doing as well or we have to find another another site basically I think that these are the two options long term um, you know so so the, the, the key thing is you know our current site we, you know, it's, it's so hard to use beyond game day, right? Mm. And, and therefore we only have, I think we get, we get use of this venue 30 days a year. You know, it's a venue sitting in effectively central London and it's only used, 30, it's five acres sitting inside of central London only used 30 days a year. That's ridiculous. Right? So, um, and I think, you know, if you look at stadiums in the US, uh, some of them get used 150 days a year. Mm. Uh, and therefore the of money, revenue you can generate from that perspective uh, helps the clubs, those clubs a lot. Right. And it helps, you know, so we need to think that way and figure out how we can re- generate more revenue from, from our venue. And I think that's where we're lacking right now. Um, and, and, th- and so for me, whether we move to a new site or whether we enhance the current site, I think these are options that are definitely still on the table. And I'm hoping that, you know, um, the buyer get back to us soon, you know, uh, we've, as I said, we've written to them officially, so hopefully they get back us so soon and then we can start proper discussions from there. So it's a realistic option still, I guess, was my question. Which one? Uh, the for Christie. So, oh, it's, it's a possibility. I don't know how realistic it is, but it's a possibility, I'd say. Great,
3: cool. Adam, um, just quickly on the trading grounds, when, when do you think the first team is, this, is there a date or a season that you think that they'll be moved? I know it won't be fully complete, will it?
2: No, it won't be fully complete um, by the beginning of next season, but it'll be, it'll be enough for the first team to move in. Okay. So, the first team will move in the beginning of next season. Uh, I think it'll be slightly earlier now because of the World Cup. So I think it'll be early June, if I'm not mistaken. So the target is for them, is for it to be ready before June uh, so that they can move in and start training there in, in the beginning of June. Um, so that's for the first team, but for the rest, but, but then the rest of it will be continuously um, uh, developed at the same time. And I think the, the target for the full completion will be exactly probably a year after that. So, so maybe June 2023. 20, I'm sorry June yeah June 2023 is when we when we hope the academy and everything else will be built together at the same time. And so so there's one part of it which we're not which we, which we will be still relying on 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 old facilities which is the dome we have across the road from our, of the site. Uh, that dome is still in good condition anyway. So we're not going to build a new dome until until that one's done and and the idea is just to to use that until until we really need to build one on our side. So, Great. Right. A final question is, um, are you still fully committed to, to
3: to QPR as you were from the first day? And, and, and is that passion still there for you?
2: Sounds like it I is. I'm, I think I'm more committed than I was the first day, for sure. <laughs> um, and and I, I have no intentions of, of, of going anywhere anytime soon. I think this is a long-term thing for my family. Um, and, and I think, you know, we, we we definitely plan to be here you know for as long as I can imagine.
3: Great. All right. Well, thanks for your time and, um, you know, enjoy the rest of the season. Let's hope there's a pot of gold at the end of it.
2: Just starting to believe a little bit.
0: Well, Hoylert's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable. From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has sorely scored another playoff winner.